Sunday, 6 p.m. here at KKVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, you can dial 702-650-5588 to join in on our discussion today. Again, that local number would be 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you to listen, excuse me, to call in and be a part of our conversation today. And that number would be 800-366-8883. I see Say again, if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, please dial 800-366-8883 to join in on our discussion today. Also, you can listen to us online and you can actually watch us online from KKVV's website, which is www.kkvv.com. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, we encourage you to go to Save the Lost at All Costs' website. And our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. Just select the date that you'd like to listen to. The gospel is always free on our watch. Again, our website address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have an Apple device, we are being archived on iTunes. Again, the gospel is always free on our watch. So just go to iTunes and get blessed. We also have a cell phone number for you to dial. This is how you can listen to KKVV anytime you like. And that cell phone number would be 563-999.3194. I say again, that cell phone number to listen to the broadcast right now or to listen to KKVV anytime you like would be 563-999-3194. I encourage you to lock it into your cell phone. And I'd like to say hello and God bless. I just wave to you and thank you for tuning in. So we're going to get right to it. And our topic for today is what's in a name. Again, our topic for the day is what's in a name. So we are going to go to the book of Proverbs, and I am going to go to Proverbs 22, and let's see what we have. Uh, People were very blessed by Proverbs last week, so I asked, they asked me, can you go a little bit more with Proverbs? I said, well, if the Lord lead me, and the Lord did lead me, amen, so Thank you for your encouragement, Sister Ego, and we are doing it again this week. So I'm going to Proverbs 22, and I want to look at verse 1 and 2. And I'm in the New King James Version. So the Word of God says this, 
Proverbs 22 verse 1. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. Verse 2. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. So beautiful. So precise. So divine. So transparent. So exhilarating. Are these two verses in Proverbs 22. I'm going to read them again. And then we're going to start talking about what's in a name. Proverbs 22, verse 1. Again, I'm in the New King James Version. A good name is to be chosen rather than great riches. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. 2. The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. So let's start breaking down verse 1. It says, a good name is to be chosen. There's a choice here. There's a choice here. It says chosen. Men and women of God, you have a choice about having a good name. So the opposite of a good name would be a bad name. And it's our choice. And God is instructing us that the best choice, the better choice, would be to choose to have a good name. Rather than great riches. Because sometimes with great Riches, we don't know the source of the great riches. And sometimes, people will do any and everything to get them. Stealing, robbing, assaulting, killing, raping, Extorting. Oppressing. Enslaving. You can keep going on and on and on with that list. I just named a few. And it says, great riches. So this is a big amount. A lot. And sometimes, people cannot stop amassing things. They lose sight. All they do is gather, gather, gather. And they can fall under the spirit of covetousness. And we should not covet anything 
especially anything that our neighbor has. Because then we're not trusting and believing God to bring the increase. We want to associate it with a man. As opposed to the divine. Then we start questioning who God is in reference to his character. Because he's a loving father. He's a just father. He's a righteous father. He's a generous father. So for us, as his children, to be envious of what he's doing for one of his other children to the point where we want to murder and steal and rob and oppress and rape and lie and cheat and enslave and impress and oppress that's not of god there those are no attributes that you can say belong to the most high god and all heaven and earth and creation those are no attributes that you can say belong to the holy spirit And they're definitely not anything that you can associate with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. That a spirit is not of good. See, there's a choice here. And with the choice... It says, loving favor rather than silver and gold. Loving favor. And that favor would come from our Father who art in heaven. It represents the kingdom of God. It's divine. It's eternal. It's ancient. It's everlasting. It's perpetual, without end, continuous. It says loving favor. The love of God is truly unconditional. It was such a love that it sent his only begotten son, into the world to save the whole world. That his precious blood would cover us in our sins. That we may partake in salvation and have the gift of every everlasting life. That we may be able to partake in the gift of repentance. To turn from that thing that kept us separated from God. And to be renewed in our relationship. 
and have that that was dirty and ugly and filthy. When we repent, be restored, be pure, and as white as the driven snow. That's what that loving favor is. It cannot be bought. It cannot be measured in silver or gold. It's not even a comparison. Because this relationship is without end. Where are you going to take your silver and gold? And how are you going to protect it? And how are you going to stop it from fluctuating in its worth? And how is it going to protect you when someone has more than you? It's a never-ending changing of the scales, of the worth, of the value, of the purpose. Where God and His kingdom is never changing. It's truth. It's righteousness. It's eternal. It's all-knowing. All-powerful. Everywhere at the same time. Most people have an idea of how much money they may have or don't have. See, never quite sure. But you can be sure about who God is. Loving favor rather than silver and gold. It's a choice. Verse 2. It says, The rich and the poor have this in common. The Lord is the maker of them all. You have a choice. Don't let riches or non-riches play into this. Don't be deceived by that. See, we have a choice about our name and how we do good to have a good name because it denotes character. And anyone who's lived long enough has not always made the best decisions. Have been played by indecisions. Have done things that have been out of character. A time or two. However. That's not a reason to let a decision or indecision. Define who you are as a person. Because we have a choice. In what we are doing. And when we come into a right relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. He can give us a new name. And reveal the character 
that was always there. Because they created us in their image. Because this is what the word of God has revealed to us. We have a great opportunity to choose a good name. To get back up and to get in line. Why you still have time. Why you still can have daylight in your life. We have a choice here. Just two verses that I want you to concentrate on. Just two. Choice. Now, I would like to take us to Proverbs 10, verse 7. Again, I'm in the New King James Version, and the Word of God says this. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will will rot. Let me say that again. Verse 7. The memory of the righteous is blessed, but the name of the wicked will rot. And the Lord is the one that's doing the blessing. Says the memory of the righteous. Those who are in right standing with God. But it says the name of the wicked will rot. R-O-T. Rot. What can you do with anything rotten? It's not suitable for anything. And it's very definitive. It says, will rot. And when we look at verse 7, it says, the righteous is blessed. Very definitive statements. So it's in a continual state of blessing. Is blessed. And God's will will be done. It said will rot. The wicked. The name of the wicked will rot. It's not suitable for consumption. It's not suitable. It's not suitable to be in the kingdom of God, let alone be standing in the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. Where does anything rotting belong in the kingdom of God? It's not suitable. Nothing like that can enter into the presence. Nothing. Blessings can. Rotting can't. It's a choice. We have a choice. 
about our name. Because it's a direct reflection on what we do or what we don't do. It's not wicked here because of the mere ideal of wicked. It's wicked because the act of wickedness. This is a thing here, people. Somebody is doing something that is wicked in the eyes of God. Somebody is thinking things that are wicked in the eyes of God. And God is totally against those things that are wicked because it's a direct offense to the kingdom of God. It's not rebellious, it's total rebellion. It's not being defiant, it is total defiance. You don't want to find yourself with this epithet for your life, your spiritual tombstone. You don't want that to be wicked because with wickedness, Rot is guaranteed. And there will be no place for you in the kingdom of heaven with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ because that cannot enter in. Choice. That is the key word here. Choice. And we as men and women of God have a choice. In reference to our name. What's in a name? Let's go to. Acts. Okay. We're going to go to Acts chapter 4. I'm getting there, and we are going to look at verse 12. And the Word of God says this, Acts chapter 4, verse 12, Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. And that name would be Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If we look at verse 11, it says, This is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. Let's look at verse 10. Let it be known to you all and to all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by him this man stands here before you whole. Verse 11, this is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which have become the chief cornerstone. 12, nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. Can you imagine What's in a name? What's in a name? 
verse 12. This is what's in a name. Nor is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. That's what's in a name. That's what's in a good name, an excellent name, the most high name. It's the name that denotes our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the one who saves, the one who did the work of salvation, the one who was crucified, the one who died for all our sins, the one that died so that we can have life everlasting and fellowship with him. He's the one that goes before the Father on our behalf. He's the one that makes intercession to the Father on our behalf. He's the one that died for our souls so that we can be what we were always created to be, eternal and have fellowship with him, without end. That's what's in a name. That's what we have to understand when we were reading in Proverbs 22 verses 1 and 2. The choice. See, God set this thing up that there would be no other name you can find salvation in but the Lord Jesus Christ. Very distinct. No gray areas. Laser being focused. In this life and the next. No question. All believers are clear on that. Those who believe upon Christ are very clear in what his name can do and the power that his name has. That wouldn't be an option if he was considered wicked. That wouldn't be an option if he was more concerned about gold and silver. Far from it. See, we have an opportunity to really understand the importance of our name. Because it comes with a promise when we decide to have a good name. One that has eternal value because it denotes character and substance and action and being. See, good is not just a word. It's an action. And it's something that we continuously work at. It's important that we continue the work. And for those who haven't begun the work, begin the work. 
because God is there for you to give you loving favor. When you choose to value your name and work towards keeping it good despite circumstances that arise and choices. There's always choices. There's always things happening. Stay focused. And understand that you can be connected to the most powerful name in all creation. The Lord Jesus Christ. The Savior to the whole world. Advocate. Wonderful counselor. The Alpha and the Omega. It begins with him and it ends with him. We have to make a conscious choice. We have to put our members under total submission. Your name denotes your character. You have a choice in how you conduct yourself. Most people listening to this radio broadcast are at the age of accountability where they know the difference between right and wrong. That they're on a path. That they're on a journey. And their blessings for obedience. Because when you take that action to be obedient, it will produce in you a great thing called faith. And it will just increase. Because it's impossible to please God without faith. And see, his word tells us that obedience is better than sacrifice. And I'd like to demonstrate that for you. But I'd like us to go to John chapter 1 verse 12. And then we're going to get into that. So you can see a little bit about a name and what's in a name. So we're going to go to John and we're going to go to chapter 1. So let's look at that. I'm getting there. So we are in... The Gospel of John, chapter 1, and we are going to look at verse 12. And the Word of God says this. Again, I'm in the New King James Version. But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believe in his name. What's in the name? 
This is in a name. Again, we are in John, the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 12. And the Word of God says this, But as many as received him, to them he gave the right to become children of God, to those who believed in his name. He gave them the right to become children of God, to be joint heirs to receive the same inheritance that he has received for those who believed in his name that's what's in a name how rich is Proverbs 22 verses 1 and 2 now how rich is that Nothing silver and gold could buy. Oh, it has eternal blessings that will continue to pay dividends without cease. Priceless. Not made with man's hands. Amen? So, let's look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7, and then we're going to go to another place and still talk about what's in a name. Amen? So, we are in Ecclesiastes chapter 7, and we're looking at verse 1. And the word of God says this, a good name is better than precious ointment and the day of death than the day of one's birth. Well, let's read that again. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 1 a good name is better than precious ointment and that's a comma and the day of death than the day of one's birth so we're going to read down to verse 4 so you can understand it and receive it in its full context. Two, better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting. For that is the end of all men, and the living will take it to heart. Three, sorrow is better than laughter. For by a sad countenance, the heart is made better. For the heart of the wise is in the house of mourning, but the heart of fools is in the house of mirth. Now my study Bible says this. When we look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verses 1 and 4. 1 through 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verses 1 through 4. This seems to contradict Solomon's previous advice to eat, drink, and find satisfaction in one's work. 
to enjoy what God has given. We are to enjoy what we have while we can, but realize that adversity also strikes. Adversity reminds us that life is short, teaches us to live wisely, and refines our character. Christianity and Judaism sees value in suffering and sorrow. The Greeks and the Romans despised it. Eastern religions seek to live above it, but Christians and Jews see it as a refining fire. Most would agree that we learn more about God from difficult times than from happy times. Do you try to avoid sorrow and suffering at all costs? See your struggles as great opportunities to learn from God. At the end of our days, usually there's a event that happens. A way to honor the dead and to bring comfort to the family. And usually we find it in a ceremony that some people will call a funeral. For those who are believers in Christ, not sure if the person who is deceased is a believer or not, there's usually a funeral. For those who you know are believers, there's usually a celebration of life ceremony or some people call it a home going because we're just passing through this realm called earth. We're sojourning. Because this is not our home. We're passing through. Our home is where our Lord and Savior lives. Our home is where our God, the Most High God, God Almighty, our Father in Heaven lives. That's our home. This is not our home. We're passing through. Our name will be spoken amongst our family and friends. And usually there will be a person who will be tasked to give the eulogy. And based on how a person lived their life will determine what will be said during the eulogy. And it's very difficult to come up with words that are comforting when a person person has lived their life riotously or wickedly. It's very difficult. Because there's no comfort in the scriptures about living that type of life. Because we had a choice about having a good name or not. It was a choice. Now, the Bible is full of people who were imperfect, but had a relationship with a perfect God. And he used them. Despite their shortcomings. 
They're bad decisions. Indecisions. Walking off the path. God saw their heart. Encouraged them. In his word. Sent people to them. To remind them. About staying the path. Had the Holy Spirit visit them. To encourage them. To get back in right standing with God. To finish what God has started in them. To believe that they were indeed God's choice. It's important that you see yourself. As God sees you. And to look. To those. In the Bible. Who had the same. Struggles. And concerns. That we have today. But they found a way. To stay connected. And to honor God. And to keep going. Even when they fell down. Even when they strayed from the path. They found a way to get back. To get back up and to get in line. We must remember that. That's why the word of God is so powerful. And so encouraging. So transforming. Because we can draw strength from it. We can see ourselves in it. And definitely see him. And how consistent he is. And how persistent he is. And how intentional he is. And that his word is true. And that his grace and mercy. Is plentiful. And he's there to help us and to guide us and to provide loving favor when we make the choice to care about the importance of having a good name. Amen. And how important our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ's name is and and what it can do, the mere name. What it can do. Who else can do that? Who else has that ability? I don't know anyone that has that ability to save when we believe in him. And that his name is associated 
His name and His name only with the gift of salvation. There's nobody even close. Who else can provide you with that type of eternal blessing? And God says it's so much better for you to choose to have a good name. Because when you're wicked, you're going to rot. And when you choose to have a good name, you're blessed. Because your actions will denote it. The evidence can be good for you. But it's your choice. It's your choice. So let's go over to the book of Hebrews. We're talking about today what's in a name. Let's go back here and find it. All right. Okay. So I'm in the book of Hebrews. I want to look at Hebrews 11 verse 7. It says, by faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. Noah. Noah was a preacher. And Noah preached to his family but he believed God when God gave him a warning he believed God to the point where he went into action and started building an ark you have to understand he was warned about the flooding of the earth that had never happened before Had never even seen water. But see. When he heard God's voice. And what God said. He believed it was God. And not only did he believe it. He acted on it. He put his faith into action. And started building an ark. Can you imagine How he must have been talked about openly, daily. That everything about him was questioned. His sanity. The mere fact that he was building something. People constantly telling him it's a waste of time. And not believing that he was in relationship with God. And he had been 
telling them in his message to repent. It had gotten so bad that God was ready to destroy the earth. And gave Noah a warning about something that was to come that had never been seen. And Noah believed it instantly and put his faith into work and started building this ark for the sole purpose of saving his household. Have any of us heard from God to where he gives you such a warning that you go into action with the sole purpose of making sure your people make it into the kingdom of God? Has he put a fire in your belly like that? Has he spoken a message to you where you know unequivocally is God and you got to go into action? And people say, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? That's not going to help so-and-so. And you still stay at your post. You still do it. Because you believe without question in who God is and what God says and what God does. It's not a question for you. You put your faith into action. And that's what Noah did. And by doing that, He condemned the world because the world was going to die because of their lack of faith. And Noah and his household was going to be saved because of his faith in God. And he just didn't believe. He put it in action. He let everybody know. I believe what God says. And I'm going to do what I need to do. Because God is going to do what he says he's going to do. Amen. And by Noah doing this. It said he became an heir of the righteousness. Which is according to faith. Noah. Is in the hall of faith. Noah was counted righteous among God because when he heard his voice, he took the warning seriously, did not question God, didn't need an interpretation, didn't have to go to this house and that house and that house. Did you, did, what is God telling you about what he told me? There was, he didn't do that. He didn't have to go talk to 20 different people about what God told him to do. He knew that he had to act on what God told him to do. It says clearly. He prepared an ark for the saving of his household. The word of God is an ark. To save us. And to save our households. The prophecies have been revealed. Men and women of God. You will be reading the word of God. It will come to you. And 
God will speak to you. And you have got to act on what God tells you to do. You have a real opportunity here. And God will supply your needs. He will help you. He will give you what you need. Because he sent a son to save a dying world. We have an opportunity here. And it starts with our desire of wanting to have a good name. See, Noah preached about repentance. He was warning the people that their actions were in direct rebellion of God. This was not going to turn out good for them. And he kept preaching the same sermon, if you will. And some people say, well, why does somebody keep preaching the same thing over and over again? Pastor Terry told me a lot of times it's because you don't get it. And the pastor will keep preaching the same thing over and over until you get it. Please understand the importance of a good name. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will look at Proverbs 22 differently. And that you will read the whole proverb. But you will definitely get into your spirit. Verses 1 and 2. I pray that I have blessed you tremendously. And I thank you Sister Eagle for encouraging me. In this lesson. I love you. And as we say here. Save the lost at all costs. And God bless. that the most high God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas's very own Christian Talk Radio Stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, 
ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.